welcome back to season two of Plug In. Um, it's Jess. We back at it. Um, today I wanted to talk about bouncing back. You know, tonight is a oh, what's the lyrics to that song? Last night I took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Period. <laughs> um, before we get started, we're just gonna start off with a quick prayer, get our minds and hearts ready for the Lord, and then we're gonna get into it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to just be filled with your word yet again. We pray that you would just flush out our flesh and our way of thinking and just fill us up with your way of thinking and your way of moving, oh God. Please open our hearts to, to receive your word, open our ears to hear and understand your word, and open our minds to just really dwell and, and just meditate on this word as we um, move forward. Thank you for the opportunity to learn together, oh God, and thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding at the end of the day. Uh, we commit all things into your hands. In Jesus' And we pray amen amen okay so today i want to speak on bouncing back and basically what you do when you're in the pits and how to get out of the pits um i'll tell you right now like we are not perfect <laughs> christians are not a plus i've never met a human in my life who hasn't made a mistake and if you are alive and you're a person who has just lived their life to 100 percent perfection then i tip my hat to you mm -hmm. um but today i want to speak to the people who may not disguise themselves as saints as christians as people who are 100s um, people who hold themselves to high standards and then do not reach those standards. People like that. People like me. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> um, not, me too. Yo, yeah. I wanted to speak to you all today um, because for me, I'll speak for myself when I say I have made a whole bunch of mistakes in my life. Mistakes that I probably cannot even count on one hand. And I don't know whether it is, like, based off of the way I was raised or just who I am as a person. Um, but when I do not meet the expectations of what I think I should be or the promises of God, the promises of God that I may not always keep because I fall into temptation or I fall into these other things, it sets me back 1000% <laughs> and it makes me feel like oh god like I am in this pit that I can't get out of and thinking about like being in that pit like it kind of just feels like for me it feels like man like I do not want to get out of this right now it just feels like oh I just want to learn my lesson so I can keep it going it reminds me of like y'all know when y'all used to put y'all hand on the stove as a child um ah. <laughs> We all have the same face. And then, you know, your mama like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't put your finger on that. And you like, uh, here she go, here she go, here she go. And it's just like, oh, whatever. So she goes, she's like, I'll be right back. Oh, I'm going to go use the bathroom. Don't touch the stove, whatever. So you think you, oh, you think you bad. You know, you like, oh, she ain't doing nothing. She got, 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 got. And you put your hand on that stove and you burn it. And you're like, oh, my God. You over there crying, sitting there looking goofy. So your mom comes back and she sees that wound on your finger. First of all, ugh, as humans, like, duh, we're going to get mad. Like, damn, I tell you not to touch that stove, whatever, whatever. But what does she do after that? What does your mom do after that? What does she do? She heals it. She puts a little mm -hmm. Band-Aid on your finger. She gives it a kiss. She put a little, you know, Benadryl cream on it. And she calls it a day, period. 
Um, and I think that's so relatable to us as Christians and just being like, yo, when we mess up, like, what do we do? We're like, oh my God, we sit there, we wallow in the pain. We look at our finger. We think about the heat. We think about, man, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. Like, uh, why didn't I listen to her? All of these things. And we keep beating ourselves up, beating ourselves up. But at the end of the day, I think I want to kind of speak upon what to do instead of beating ourselves up, because I think that beating ourselves up kind of makes it hard to bounce back. And it kind of gets us beating ourselves up, kind of gets us trapped into the cycle of like, you know what, like, I don't think God will ever forgive me or I don't feel like I'll ever be in this place that I'm supposed to be, because when I mess up, I I have this pain or I have this consequence and all I can do is just sit here in this pain and consequence because I don't believe that God's going to be there to heal me a hundred percent. Or like, I don't, I don't feel like there's going to be someone to catch me when I fall. Or if they do catch me when I fall, like I'm definitely going to hear about it. And I think, um, a lot of the times we kind of see our parents as like a higher because duh, that's how we were raised. So like, (laughs) when our parents tell us not to do something and then we end up doing the thing that they told us not to do because we're goofy. Um, our parents, a lot of times, I'll speak for myself, I used to get whoopings. And I used to be so scared of telling my parents the truth because I would be like, man, that whooping's gonna hurt. I'd be like, oh man, like, oh, it would be so like goofy. So you would try all these different, or for me, I would try all these different ways to like sneak around, like go around, like be like, oh God, like, like now is not the time god i do not uh, i don't i don't want this whooping and you know right after you get the whooping what do you do you go in the room and you play with the little thing that's by the door the little door stopper you just like play with back and forth <laughs> um only whew, my whoop is gold my people who got whoopers will definitely understand that but um yo bro i think a lot of the times we kind of relate the relationship that we have with our parents to the relationship that we have with Jesus and the relationship we have with God. And we're so afraid to get that consequence, to get that chastisement that we're like, ugh, like it's better for me to stay in this pit. It's better for me to stay hidden. It's better for me to just do what I did wrong than keep continuing to do it because I'd rather have the pleasure of staying in the wrong and being wrong than be able to get the correction that I need to go right. And I just wanted to talk about that with y'all and just see like, um, have you ever kind of felt like it's been hard to bounce back because of the chastisements you used to get or like the beatings you used to get or just like the fear of punishment? Yeah. 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 Like I think, um, I think literally I was saying like parenting really affects the way you view God. So like if you're parents and this is not to come call out parents like you know god bless them right like god bless them but but and they're also human but also like it's something that i've been learning and jerry flowers loves to talk about this michael todd recently talked about this with fathers university for forgive his forgiveness series um just like you know when you (laughs) if you as a parent, especially as a father, but that's a whole topic for another day, but you as a parent in general, like, like, let's say your parent, like, was always really hard on you, um, you know, like, was always really hard on you when you did make a mistake, um, or always expected, I just, you know, maybe, maybe your parents are like, I expect the best, that's it, hey, mom, I got an A, okay, why not, why, why isn't an A plus, and hey, those expectations are cool, right however i noticed that a lot of us because we we because we're held up to those expectations 
when we when we're morphing into like little human adults, <laughs> it gets really hard to navigate the world because we have that thought in our head. Oh, okay, the 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 podcast is good, but it's not better. It's not good enough. It's not like this. It's not like that. And we start thinking all these things. And so for me personally, like I had a hard I and it's something I'm still going through of like because I'm Nigerian, like spanking is not not an option. <laughs> Like, it's not an, not an option. Like, um, <laughs> like I got whipped for touching the iron. Like, Courtney was talking about the iron. For We didn't touch the stove. We touched the iron. <laughs> and I got whipped for that. Like, imagine. But, like, and I get it, right? The Bible talks about spare the rod and spoil the child, whatever, right? But I'm just saying, like, at the same time, like, I think it affected, though, the way I view God and, like, so when I make a mistake, and this happened more so before, when I didn't really understand who God was and understand that he's not like my mom and my dad and my grandparents and uncles and aunts, I thought that, like, he uh, was mad at me. <laughs> and I thought he was going to spank me. Like, literally, like, that, like, just <laughs> Courtney's laughing at <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, bro, I don't know. Has anyone ever, ever felt like this? Like, one part of your life, you're like, dang, like, is God going to spank me now? Like, I know good and well I'm not supposed to be doing this. And here I am. That's spiritual whipping. Courtney, you want to say something? <laughs> First of all, I was, a, I was a bad child when I was younger. I'm not even going to lie. I was bad. Like, I got whipped into, like, every week. But, um, I was, wait, why can't I see that? Why do I feel like you <laughs> were just like a really good kid? Yeah, I don't see that. That's so funny to me. <laughs> um, no, I was, I was bad. I was a bad kid. And, um, I definitely have grown so much from where I am now. But I will say, it, I, you know, when I do make mistakes in my life, I hold a lot of grudges because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if God, like, like, you know, what if God doesn't want to, like, you know, what do I try to say? Like, what if God doesn't see me as the way he saw me before? You know what I mean? And so I I just like, so I, I held a lot of grudges on myself. I was like, wow, like you need to do better. You need to do this. Um, but I mean, after reading the Bible, after looking at that video, Jess, you sent me with Stephen Furtick on, and he talked about Peter. I was like, why didn't I think about this? Like, just, it was just like, People in the Bible make mistakes all the time, but they're still human and they still live in the kingdom of God. And we just have to understand that, that we as humans have to understand that it is okay. We as Christians have to understand that it is okay to make a mistake. It's okay. But yeah, I think it's we have to understand that because I feel like if we keep beating ourselves up, we're not going to get to where we have to be with God, you know, um, because we're holding all this grudge, grudges against ourselves. I think this is a beautiful like point of conversation. I never really equated our relationships with our parents um, and our relationship with our creator. Um, but there's so many similarities. Um, and I mean, the first one being God is our father, just like our, like our natural father is our father. So like, there's that, <laughs> but <laughs> right. But I, um, as we were talking about it for the last few minutes, I was just thinking like, I've had so many experiences, like the ones that you've ex explained, and it took me such a long time to understand. You know, when your parents would like, after they would beat you, and they'd be like, well, you know, I'm only doing it because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, it's so true. It's so true. But here's the thing. It took me a while to, first of all, accept that to be true on my parents' behalf. But because I would equate the way that like my relationship with my parents, uh, well, now thinking about it, now that I would equate um, my relationship with my natural parents and how every time I did something wrong, I felt like I was disappointing them to that being the same thing as how I view God. And if I do something that is wrong or goes against Christianity, I feel like I failed him. That's not, that's not how he views us. That's we're not failures in his eyes. He, he made this Bible because he loves us just like our parents whipped us because they love us. He made the Bible. He made these, he made uh, these, uh, I don't want to call them rules and regulations, but he just gave us this guide to live by because he loves us and he doesn't want us to get hurt. So like my mom would get mad at me when I touched the iron too, but that's because she didn't want me to get hurt, bro. (laughs) Not for real. I forgot. She didn't want me to get hurt. Right. She didn't want me to die. Like, right. Right. And it's so easy to get caught up in that because then we started to put it on ourselves. Just like Courtney was saying, oh, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a failure. I feel like I just let my parents down. I am so upset with myself, but none of that, none of that. And it took me so long to understand. I'm going to tell you so long. I mean, it took me until I was uh, two weeks from being 23 today at 918 to realize that. So it takes a long time. Some things you might not understand why it's happening in the moment, but it'll show itself. Yo, yeah, for sure. Ooh, yo, I I just, oh, dang, y'all got me thinking about the whoopings I used to get. Ooh, uh, I always tell the story of, <laughs> oh God, I hope my mom listens to this. I remember the story. I don't even remember why she whooped me, but I just remember she whooped me so hard with the uh cooking spoon. Y'all know the cooking spoon whooping? The wooden yes, spoon. Man, the, the wooden, wooden one. The wooden one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. She whooped me so hard that that jump broke over my tush. And I never had more fear in my life. That was the last one I ever got. And I remember that too. I think it's crazy that day. I experienced the same exact thing. But go ahead. Yo, yeah. I don't know if... Oh, I can't even the fear in my spirit but um i do want to bring up a point that's kind of like uh stephen Furtick brought up in that same in that same uh sermon that i sent y'all i'll put it in the show notes for sure it was i sent them like four videos um but in one of those videos he kind of asked like yo when you think about like falling into those like deep places and falling into temptations like um, I'll use an example. If you if you drink a lot, if you smoke a lot, if you if you're uh, addicted to substances, yeah, we'll just say substances because it could be a myriad of things. And not to judge you for that, because everybody has their downfalls and no one's perfect, you know. But um, if you ever, if you are or have ever been in that, can you ever think about like why? Like you know, like where did this start? And it's not like oh, you know, I was at college and like blah 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 blah. I just want to try this thing, whatever, whatever. Um. Because just, like, to speak for myself, like, okay, I've I've had experiences with that stuff before. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when I think about, like, who I used to be in high school, I think, in high school, I was, like, not there for any of that. I was, like, mm-mm. Like, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen my uncles, like, they be looking crazy. I remember when I was little, um... My dad took me to my uncle's birthday party. I was so small. It was me and my sister. And we went to this party, and my, my uncle was cracked out. And I, But I was literally like, what? I was like eight, nine when I saw this. I have no idea what was not going cracked on. cracked out. Yo, I can't, I can't even make that up. It's not even like, <laughs> to not even be like funny, but to be honest, like this man was crazy. People were doing coke on the table. My dad's not doing none of that. He's just like, 
I don't know. He's talking to people, whatever. But I, me and my sister were talking about this the other day. I just, and the one memory I just have of that was my sister picking me up, like, from the shenanigans that were going on. It had to be, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. But she picked me up and took me to my uncle's room, and she, like, just talked me to sleep. And I, for, to that day forward, I, I just, like, cannot, I can't forget, like, why and from that day forward I was like man why do people get like sucked into this like how do people get sucked into this um and I think it's just because in my personal experiences when you mess up it's so it's so hard to get back that you only want to fall deeper into the mess and uh, I hope I don't know if this makes sense but for me like when I like feel shame or when I feel fear or when I feel guilt it's really hard to fight those feelings or to fight those spirits because they're just so real and it's not like you want to live live in them like for me like I want to get out of those feelings as soon as I can but like as we said before we're so prone to just like digging deeper and deeper into those feelings because um like as we said before those whoopings taught us if I wouldn't have got whooped I'd be bad and I'm kind of already bad now I'm getting better but um like if if it weren't for those whoopings like it would only we would only be like we wouldn't have learned in a sense if that makes sense um but i think a lot of us kind of get too entrapped of like too entrapped in those like in those pains and those hurts in the mistake you made when you ended up being with that guy that you weren't supposed to be with and now instead of trying to get back get back into it you're like man you know what just bump this this was stupid i'll try another thing and you know what's weird? I never understood why, instead of us always bouncing back to the right thing, like, we know what the right thing is, like, we always end up going to just other bad alternatives. Do y'all ever think about that? When you mess up, like, why do we end up just going to bad alternatives? Like, I can speak for myself when I say, like, when I mess up, it's so hard for me to get back into the groove. Like, I already know what I have to do. I have to pray. I have to reset. I have to thank God for giving me grace. Thank God. Thank God for just forgiving me. Thank God for, um, thank Jesus for dying on the cross for my sins. Like, I just, I have to thank, I have to thank, I just have to thank everyone. And then from there, I fast. I clear my, I clear myself out. And then I take one foot forward and I start again anew. But that whole process, I become so hesitant to restart. I think maybe for me, it's because I'm fearful of facing what I did. It's like, you have to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I was wrong this was goofy and the reason i did it a b c d e f g um but now i know how to heal from it and i don't know why yes. yeah i just want to ask like why is it so hard <laughs> why is it hard i something that you uh said a few minutes ago why do we do temptation right before we ask why it's so well, before we answer why it's so hard i feel like and this is based on just living life but also the research that i've done this week we fall into excuse me we fall into temptation because oh sorry i'll speak for myself i fall into temptation because i'm fearing that i'm missing out on something or i'm craving something that i don't have and i feel like because people around me are doing something i i'm looking for the approval of others and it might not necessarily line up with um what god is saying to do but 
all I care about right now is, you know, pleasing other people. And I think that's what's going to fill my soul. And it's not. And I fall into these temptations and not even like, yeah, smoking and drinking, but I mean, just so much more. And then I'm ple- and then if it's not getting approval from my friends, it's approval for my my flesh, the things that are feeding my flesh and not my spirit. Um, and I I think it's so it's such an honest conversation to have because it happens all the time. It could be something as quote unquote wild as smoking and drinking. It could be something as mon- so mundane as eating that cookie that you weren't supposed to be eating. You know what I'm saying? Like it it can literally be anything, but it's like it's we're craving something that we think we need. Um, and we don't. And I think a, a way, what was your second question? How do we, how do we bounce back? Was that the actual question or did I make that up? Uh, no, the question was like, why is it so hard? But truly you can go into like, how do we bounce back? Like, how do we combat that shame? Well, I mean, before we get into that, cause I want other people to answer the question too. Why, why is it so hard to, to face the music? Because we, like we said before, for me, it, I feel like I failed and I feel like I can't, I feel like I've just like disappointed God. And like, how do you come back from that? Like, it's, it, it's a lack of understanding that God gives us grace over and over again. Um, for me, um, it, it's a lot, it's not even a lack of understanding. It's a lack of comprehending, which for me, those are a little bit different. I can understand that I failed, but comprehend, or I can understand that I get grace, but comprehending it and accepting it to be true is different. So wow. yeah, I know I get grace, but like, do, yeah, I know good. we get grace as a, as a Christian, yeah. uh, as believers and as Christians, but do I fall into that category? <laughs> Does Mariah fall into that? You know? So, um, yeah, I think that for me, it's just, I have trouble accepting that I am one of those people that get grace. And for whatever reason, I, I don't know why I do that, but I do. <laughs> wow. That's so real. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I think, I think it's so interesting what you said. Two things. First, what Steve Steve was talking about, Steve, I'm calling him Steve. What he was talking about um, in one of the videos was he was talking about like there are only, the last one was like, mm-hmm, that was it for me. Like the 13 minute one, I don't know. I forgot what it was called. But he was just talking about like, how there are really only three types of temptations we try and like complicate it but basically he was saying and i'm paraphrasing but basically he was saying there's uh the enemy attacks your identity um with uh your attack with the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes and like for example eve eating the apple it it was not just a lust of the of the flesh of her desiring to eat the apple because the Bible talks about how it was she was talking about how it was tasty and not the apple it was not an apple, but the fruit whatever fruit it was I'm sure it was more it was much more cuter than an apple, um, she was desiring the fruit the fruit was looking fire the fruit was looking good the Bible literally describes her describing the apple, and literally it was not just because it wasn't just because she was hungry. It's because Satan was tempting her identity and challenging her identity. And Steve was talking about, you know, uh, um, um, Jesus when he was in the wilderness. Enemy was attacking his identity. He was attacking Jesus's identity. Um, And that's what Courtney, that's what you were talking about too. And I felt that like, just like feeling as though, and you too, Mariah, it was like, we were all just talking about like, 
you know, if you do something wrong, do you still see me the same way? That's an identity issue. Like, like, like Galatians 4.17 talks about you're a, you're a son or a daughter, period. Like once you are in Christ, you're a son and a daughter, you're a son or a daughter. So like literally like I was just telling my little brother this. So it's so interesting because we were just talking about like bouncing back from temptation. But I think one thing that like stood out to me this morning too, because I stumbled on another video by this man named Marcus Rogers, and he was just talking about the mind. And I think to answer your question, Jess, a lot of um, a lot of the reason why we fall into temptation is because of the mind. Like he was talking about the fact that, and, and I'll wrap up soon. He was just talking about the fact that like a lot of times we think we dwell on something. I was literally talking to my little brother about this like yesterday, like literally just like he was talking to me about how he was noticing my little brother, 16, talking about, I wish I knew this when I was 16, bro, but that's the power of reading the word, right? But he was saying how he was reading his word and the more he read his word, he noticed the more he would be tempted. And like, he was like, that's weird. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, let's talk about that. And the reason why is because the enemy loves to attack you in your growth. The enemy loves to attack you when you are growing. If you're not doing anything, why would he want to attack you? If you're not combating spirit of anxiety and, and, and lust and all this stuff while reading the word, while plugging into stuff like this, why would he want to attack you? Not that he knows exactly what you're doing. No, he's not omniscient. He's not like God. But he's able to identify when you're not receiving the things he's sending. You're not receiving the anxiety. You're not receiving the fear, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes in our mind, I think that's what Marcus Rogers were talking about. It was just like, oh, wow, like you are literally thinking about something for a long time. You end up actually doing it. So a lot of the trick is where's your heart and your mind? And why are you dwelling on this? Because if you think it, you will do it. Okay, I'm done. No, yeah, that's so good. Um, it also you also just reminded me of I don't even remember where I heard this from, but like, um, oh, I hate that I don't remember. But I heard this thing that was like, oh, Satan takes advantage of you when you're tired, or like whatever that temptation is. It's always when it's like it's like true. Like, when you're, like, in the Bible, you're in the Word, like, it it pops up way more. But it also pops up when you're tired. I know for me, like, I am a busy bee, and I am always everywhere, like, doing the most all the time. So when it's like, okay, so when it's like we, um, for me, when I get, like, super tired, like, you know, it started to be like, oh, man, like I missed my devotion this morning because I was rushing to get up to memorize my monologue for styles or whatever. Or I like I have to go do this for my mom real quick before I start my day. That styles monologue. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut bro, you off. But yes, literally. Just, bro. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, you low-key memorized, but not really. It don't matter. OK, the point is. Like, it's always, like, in those moments when you're least expecting it, when it goes, like, bow. And um, falling into that, like, I just want to tell you right now, does not make you any less of a person, bro. It doesn't make you any less. You are not bad. You're not evil. You're not any of those things. Like, we trip up. You're okay. 
pick, get up, put on your pants right, put your belt on, tuck in your shirt, button it up, comb your hair, brush your teeth. You're you're good. Look at you. You're good, Brody. Wherever you're at right now, you're good. It's all just about like, you know, facing facing the music. Like if it makes you feel any better, I'm nowhere where I'm supposed to be. Um, and I think I'm more than okay with that because I know God's God always has a perfect timing. And I'll get there when I get there. And when I get there, I'll be there. And I don't have to talk about how I'm going to get there because I'll already be there. And that's really going to be on period. Um, I think a lot of the times we think that, like, oh, when we mess up, it's like, oh, dang. Like, I just, like, I just ruined this whole season of, like, of what God had planned for me. And now I have to start all over because I messed up. But I think it's also important to recognize that God uses the mistakes, too. God uses the failures, too. You never know what, like, the devil opened. If a devil opens a door, like, God's going to have another door in that door. And it'll lead you to where he wants you to be. Like, at the end of the day, like, God, Jesus, they have control over they have control over what's happening. And, like, even, like, during the mistakes, even during the mess-ups, like, you never know where that mistake's going to take you. I think if I hadn't made the mistakes that I made, I wouldn't be able to be here now. I wouldn't be able to talk to you and be real with you and tell you that, yo, like, there are so many things that I've done that have been wrong. I've done people wrong. I've talked about people, called attitudes with people. Like, it's it's been so much, like, and to this day, I still mess up, bro. I am not somebody to be here and be like, oh, if you if you if you don't do this, you bad, you ugly, blah blah blah. Like, mm mm. And I pray that nobody, uh, if somebody does tell you that, that it doesn't affect you. You know what I'm saying? Like, really keep your head up high, because at the end of the day, even when you mess up, God has given you the strength and the ability to get back on your two feet. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me stop before I ramble. But that, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I also wanted to touch upon the uh, the scripture of of Peter, um, and that's in Luke chapter twenty two, verse fifty four, and it talks about how um, Peter, you know the story, Peter denied Jesus three times, and that is a perfect example of failing Christ. I get what you're saying, Courtney. You're talking about how like um, Steve Steve was talking about this, like he like he was talking about how like. Jesus still told him he wasn't done with him yet. And I know we're like, God's not done with me yet. God's not done with me yet. But the thing is like, Steve was talking about how much faith Peter had. So when he saw something unexpected, it rocked him because his faith was that much to begin with. Peter, like for those of you that don't know, like he gave up his whole entire life and followed Jesus, which is what we do, but more in like a spiritual way, but sometimes in a practical way. But Peter literally like left his family um, um, and, and, and sacrificed his, his fishing business and all that stuff, gave him his boat, everything to follow this man. And then this man going to come and say he's dying. <laughs> so I get what you're saying, Courtney, right? Because, you know, he did rise. He did rise again. Right. We believe that. But just like Jesus still saw him, saw Peter. I think Jess said this earlier. Peter, Jesus still saw Peter the way in which, like God sees, God sees, God's the way you are, God sees you in your best light. So Jesus was able to see Peter's heart, 
Nah, that's what it is. He was able to see Peter's heart more than his humanity. Yeah. I, um, not to deter the conversation, but to not, I don't know. Anyways, I just want to go back. Cause I remember if it had, if it didn't happen in this conversation that we're currently having, it must've been something, it must've been a private conversation. Um, I don't think that we are bad Christians when we sin. I think we are worldly Christians. I think someone, I watched a video. We are, we become worldly Christians when we you know do our own thing and, and don't follow the ways of Christ. So sin is, is defined as missing the mark, right? We make sin to be this like thing. You know what I mean? It's missing the mark. It's missing the, the mark that God has for us in order to achieve what he, the purpose that he has placed in our lives. When we fall off of that, when we miss that mark, that becomes sin right? Um, temptation is not a sin or far, sorry. Feeling tempted is not, is a, is not a sin. It's when you actually act on that temptation that becomes a sin. Um, the way that I understand it. So, um, and when I say a worldly Christian, again, it's the concept of really just listening to your flesh versus your spirit, man, listening to the ways of the world, which, um, was this Romans, uh, 12 and two, two and 12. 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world. 12 and 2, yeah. Yeah, Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world, right? It, it's very, very easy to fall into that trap and then to be like, oh, well, I, I believe in this and I and I, I defend this. Am I a bad Christian? You're a worldly Christian. Uh, I'm a worldly Christian. I do it all the time, right? I, it, that I think understanding that the beliefs and the behaviors that we act upon define if we're a worldly Christian or if we're actually on the right track. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. My, my, I think is interesting. I don't know. I feel like, so you're saying that you think you're a worldly Christian? Not like, cause I feel like you're being hard on yourself. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing. I think the, I think being a worldly Christian is a result of not understanding and, and really honing in on the word. Right, because I, I really view the word as like a manual for my life. I really view it as like, if I'm gonna live right, if I'm gonna like you know live at ease, at peace with myself, it's because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing according mm. to the word. But because I don't know the word like I'm supposed to, that's when I start to doubt myself and mm. I start to do things that are not in alignment with, uh, the word. Mm. You know, so that's where it becomes. I, I I'm not I don't live by my flesh all day every day, but yeah. I definitely do it enough. Mm. Yeah, I think I definitely do it enough. I think it's I think the reason why I asked that is, and I and I think you are being hard on yourself. I think we all are. Like, I I think I want to say like person, not personally, but like you know, just in seeing like you were talking about this in your car yesterday. I forgot to text you. I was like, bro, you better say this tomorrow. I forgot to text you, but you know what I'm talking about, so you better say it. But literally, like some like when you if you say worldly christian it's us saying that world worldly is describing our christianity so like the things of the world is affecting and impacting our christianity argument we can argue no yeah that's true but i think because all of us here are working towards that not being a fact I would challenge and say, I don't think we are. We're, I mean, because like, I I mean, I don't see myself better than anyone here. So like you say you're worldly Christian and am I worldly? You know what I mean? But I think like, 
I think to challenge that and be like, you know, because the Bible calls us when you're in Christ, you you are a saint. You're actually not. A lot of us, you know, we grow up hearing like, oh, once a sinner, always a sinner. Actually, once you become born again and you are in Christ, you're not seen as a sinner anymore. And a lot of times we say that, but God's truly just not saying that. Like God doesn't see you as a sinner anymore. Do you sin? Can you sin as a Christian? Absolutely. Um, but God sees you as a saint because you're saved and you're righteous in him, which gives me so much hope because like if he sees me righteous, even though I messed up and notice the key is like, you have to be under his authority. And a lot of us don't want to be under his authority, but we want to grab onto the grace. If you are pursuing God and reading the word, then, you know, and I think, yeah, I sorry. I really want you to talk about that. I just wanted to read because you talked about flesh and it really stood out to me. And it's um second Corinthians 10 verse three. And this is what the guy mentioned, Marcus Rogers, he was talking about this morning. He was saying, for though we walk in the flesh, not he, Paul, our guy, Paul, in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, he was saying, for though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses, of spiritual things that we cannot see. And so what he was saying is like, my mind, your imaginations, a lot of the times can hold you back and keep you in temptation. But the Bible is what tells your mind what to do and how to think. The world can try and infiltrate your mind, but the Bible will help you. So like when I think about like my struggles and stuff, like examples to be completely transparent, like with my struggles with pornography and stuff like that in the past, like literally like it was because I was feeding myself with those things and not the word. I wasn't feeding myself with first Corinthians six that says run away from temptation, bro. So I didn't know that I was supposed to run. You understand? Like, so it's, it's, it's like, it, you can't fight temptation if you don't have the word in you. That's my, that's my point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so true. So, okay. What I was talking about in my car. Um, and I think this is, I think this is very good. You might even want to, I don't know, put this as a little clip on the Instagram. Here's my battle. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna type out the quote right now. <laughs> here's my battle with um I don't want to say battle with Christianity, but here's where I start to get into my head. Again, I said it a little bit earlier. I, I like to I like to please others. That's just who I am. Um, not good or not bad. It just is what it is. Um, and I think I think everyone can agree with me when I say we all have our skeletons in our closet. Whatever that might be for you, we all have our skeletons. I got one probably sitting over there looking at me like, I <laughs> I got, we all have skeletons in our closets, but God doesn't love us any less. Jesus does not love us any less because of those things. It's his mercy and his grace that renews us day in and day out. And I had to get to a point where I was like, cause you know, people will always talk. If you know me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> people are always going to talk. People are always going to say something, but I got to the point was like, where I was like, you're in my business. Like, don't do that. Like, this is between me and my God. And I think something that, I think something that, I think the reason why I felt like that was because I, you know, start doing this podcast and I really promoting my, um, or not promoting, but just devoting is the word I want to use, devoting myself to Christ because I didn't want to do those things anymore. I know there's people out there that are like, oh, she was doing this, this, and this. So how can she be a Christian? 
because it's my business. It's my business. And it's between me and my God because I want to be better. Instead of, and for me, instead of pointing my fingers at people when they do wrong, think about the three that are pointing back at me. What did I do wrong? Right? Right? So it's it's not about the other person and it's not about, well, they did this and this. So how can they be posting up scriptures? Because they learned. Because God forgave them over and over mm-hmm. again. Because that mercy and grace was like was dropped on their life by God. And that's the validation that I need. Not, not the man. Not from man. Not wow. from my friends. Not from other people. It's from God. So that's that was my car thought last night. <laughs> literally so good and um i know we're getting ready to close out i just wanted to add um i know a lot of people who may not identify as christians yet or may not identify as the holiest of holy like i i from the conversation i've had with people um i know a lot of the time they're like how are you gonna tell me how to live my life how are you gonna tell me how to do this and how to do that um and i just want to speak to y'all just to say that like i don't me jessica uh, Jess, I do not want to tell you how to walk in your path because your path is your path and it is your business. I do want to say, though, if you keep going in the circles that you're going in, how however those circles may twist and turn, when you find yourself either deeper in that hole or right back where you started, I would wonder if just trying something else. Like, I'm not, I don't even want to tell you to, like, you know, become a nun and move to Germany. Like, no. Like, you can literally, like, sound of music. Um, you can literally, like, um, I, I just want to offer you to just try try reading your Bible, for sure. And if you're like, oh, like, where do I flip? I usually just, like, Google, like, what does the Bible say about, and then type in whatever you're feeling. And then, like, kind of see, like, oh, you know, let me try these different verses and see which one really sticks out to me. Or I'll even, like, type it in on YouTube with, like, what does the Bible say about, like, whatever. And then, like, see what sermons kind of pop up. And then from there, like, you know, God God will kind of take the wheel. As people say, Jesus take the wheel. Um, God will take the wheel and kind of lead you to where, um, lead you to where you're kind of pondering. Um, but I do want to say, like, don't knock it till you try it, period. And I also want to say as we're closing out that God has blessed us with community. So I think it's very important to remember that, like, you are not the only one. Like, they're literally the four of us here that just ended up talking about, like, how we, how we like, all slip up from time to time. The Bible is full of people who slipped up, people who murdered, people who lied, adulterers, like, uh, prostitutes, like, whatever. Like, the Bible is full of those things. But it's still, like, how God used them. Like, the Bible is one of the, is the holy book, period. And at the same time, it's filled with people like you and me, people that mess up from time to time. But that doesn't limit God from using us. Uh, version so is also good. like a good Bible app if you like ever want to download it. Um, I guess if you use Google Play or the App Store, like definitely recommend going to version. They have like plans in there that um you could uh, set yourself up for. Um, they have like different versions of the Bible. You click on a different version of one version doesn't translate to you well. Um, it's it's so many good things. So many good things. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, like I said earlier, like. I think one of the things that God has really blessed us with is community and being there to support each other, being there to walk with each other through faith and just know that we got each other's backs. Um, no matter what we're going through, feel free to email us. And, you know, like, um, we will be more than happy to have a little session with y'all if you want to kind of, like, 
uh, go on the live um, and want to like talk or ask questions about the Bible or ask questions about uh, what you feel like you're in right now, like it's okay to be transparent. We'll be here to rock with you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for bringing this conversation to the table, Jessica. I I know I definitely learned a lot from this. Um, I just am very appreciative of the transparency that was brought to the table. And just to let the, the listeners know that we are not perfect. We are not perfect um, by any means, but uh, to be perfect by by the understanding of the Bible is just to be complete in him. And that's what we're working towards. We're working towards being complete with Christ, having him fully in us, all the way in us, you know? So thank you for, <laughs> I wish you could see the movements that we're doing. So thank you again for bringing that conversation to the table. Um, I'm just going to pray us out and just, you know, thanking God for the understanding that we have. So, um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, again, thank you for bestowing this knowledge upon us. Thank you for making plain and clear your word, oh, Father God. Thank you for even just the topic of temptation. And just your word says in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that there is no temptation that has taken us. That is not common to man. So, you know, you know when we fall victim to these things. And I just thank you for making a way out of no way for each and every one of us to get out of that temptation. Thank you for helping us to bounce back and thank you for just letting us realize and understand that it is your word that is truth and that is light for our lives, oh, Father God. So I thank you that I pray that we just all understand and really, um, we just really take that into account that you are there for us no matter what it looks like when our backs are against the wall, that you are just always going to bring us out of whatever we're going through. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for all the listeners. We pray that we have been a light in their lives and pray that they walk away from this podcast or this episode knowing something different about themselves and learning something different. Thank you for allowing us to be the vessels of your life, in, uh, of your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So again, thank you everybody for plugging into today's episode. We really, really hope that you were enlightened and blessed by what we had to talk about. I know I was. I, I learned something every five minutes. Um, join the Plug In Tribe community at Plug In Podcast on Facebook. You can type in the search bar, the at sign plug-in-podcast, um, and our page will come up. And you can also just type in Plug In and you'll see our community Facebook group um, where we really just have in-depth conversations with one another and really just kind of branch off of what we have been talking about in the latest episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at plugin.podcast. That is a new handle, plugin.podcast. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel at plugin.podcast. Um, and don't forget to tune in on Instagram every Thursday at seven for an Instagram live. Uh, it changes every week. So just be on the lookout for the promotions that we'll be sending out throughout the week. And yeah, if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests or topics that you want us to talk about, email us at pluginlight at gmail.com. Also, please, 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 please leave a review. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know, um, how you felt about the episode and then share this episode with somebody if it fed your soul and brought light to your day. Have a good one, y'all.